Welcome back, my happy homesteaders, homeschoolers, my home-happy, home-centric folks out there. Uh, welcome back to another show. Today's episode number 42, which means that you can find the show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 042, just like last week, just like the week before. Just change that number a little bit, and you will find that week's show notes. It's a, it's a great technique, great technique. Anyway, folks... Um, Last week was episode number 41 with Jordan Page, and uh, he kicked off the month of November uh, when I'm talking to some musicians in uh, and finding out their sort of stories, their experience with um, music and, and how that plays into their, you know, homesteading or homeschooling or uh, how that's all interwoven together. You know, figured try it and uh, and see what happens. Anyway, uh, my guest this week is yet another Jordan, Jordan Taylor of Volume Zero. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can check out his music. Uh, I, I will play a little bit in between this and the interview, and then uh, you know, at the end we'll give you some links that you can go check out his music. But uh, Jordan and I got into it talking about. Um, his homeschool career, and uh, you know, he, he touched a little bit on some of the things that he felt he missed out on. But I will let him do that talking and uh, tell that that side of the story. If you want to go back and listen to uh, the interview with Jordan Page, it's homesteadsandhomeschools.com/slash-zero-four-one, and uh, yeah, that's our our first music interview, and there'll be another one next week and another one the following week. So uh, three more of these babies lined up and ready to go, ready to tickle your your eardrums. Just like that stray hair stuck in your ear. Won't stop itching. Just can't, can't get it. And you stab yourself in the ear with a, a key and it's just, it's all over. It's all over. I hope, I hope that's uh, how good I sound to you all. I hope I, I have that effect on you all. And, uh, yeah. So stick around after the show. We'll, we'll talk a little bit and, uh, get into it. Let's, let's go get into it right now. Let's go. So those Liberty Seas, Mr. Jordan Taylor. My guest today is uh, Jordan Taylor. Uh, he's a, a musician, among other things, and uh, he's a, a homeschooled uh, kid growing up. He just got done working on a project with uh, a band called Volume Zero. They, they put out a little album that he will tell you about later today, but uh, for now, let's, uh, let's bring Jordan. Jordan, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for uh, sitting down or standing up or whatever you're doing and talking to us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. So, uh, yeah, before you before you get into the music end of things, I guess how uh, were you homeschooled the the whole way through? I know you're homeschooled, um, but what when did that start? Uh, my parents pulled me out of school right after the end of fourth grade, and I was I was homeschooled uh, through the end of high school. Um, and my sister, I want to say was like maybe first grade, but my brother, uh, that was all he knew. He, he was homeschooled all the way through. So, 
Okay. Are you the so are you the oldest then? Yep. Okay. All right. Was it? Do you, do you know why they pulled you out? Do you remember that? Um, I think it was a it was a mix of um our education system in my town only having a couple of couple of decent schools and we were in the district for one of the better ones but they were they were uh i think more primarily concerned about um just bad influence uh from the from the uh from the moral standpoint of it i i suppose gotcha all right and do you do you remember coming out i mean so was it was it over the summer you came out fourth grade and just didn't go back for fifth grade or was it like a a mid-year kind of thing no, it was uh, it was over the summer. I finished out uh, my school year. Well, I, I went to public school uh, up up until fourth grade, and then they put us in a. Uh, we had a private Christian school in my town that they put uh, put me and my sister in for a year. And I think I think the 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 big thing there was the cost. So, uh, but I, I remember I remember going one year there, and then I think we finished the school year and then started uh, started homeschooling the start of the next school year gotcha and now um not not trying to to date you here but uh how when was that when we do you know when you were in like elementary school or or when did you graduate kind of thing (laughs) um i graduated in oh five or oh six okay all right all right so it's been a bit Yeah. yeah late late 90s early 2000s when you were coming out then, um, how was the, the homeschool scene? Were you able to, like, were you still seeing your friends on the weekends and stuff? Was it like, uh, you know, were you, were you kind of angry that you got pulled out and you couldn't see your friends at school? How did that whole situation break down? Um, I, I don't really remember real well. I remember being disappointed. Yeah. Um, and like we had it uh homeschooling in my area at, at least at the time was was uh a, not like a super popular choice but a lot of people did do it and there was like a a local group where they would uh uh all the families would get together and we'd do field trips or we'd all socialize and things like that but it wasn't like a over regular thing so i i i didn't really i didn't really get a whole lot of a whole lot of social contact um, yeah kind of growing up because of that but more than more than some people can i guess but not i didn't really start socializing with people until i started until i got a job and started working when did you start playing around with with music um i i mean i've always been uh appreciative of it my dad uh my dad got me into all the stuff he grew up listening to in like in high school when I was fairly young and uh, I decided that I, I wanted to try and learn some instruments. So I started out playing the piano and did that for a couple of years. And then I decided I wanted to play guitar. So I, I took, I took a couple of lessons uh, from the pastor of our church and then kind of just took off from there and, and self-taught after that. And I was, I'd say I was probably uh, 11 or so when I started playing guitar. So that wasn't too long after you came out, uh, out of public school then that, that you started playing, playing around with music then. Right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't too much of a gap there. I guess, uh, it was, it was a good thing with the, uh, 
the being at home thing all the time. It kind of gave me something to do that wasn't destructive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you? Did you? Um, when you were in public school, did you? Was that something that was offered to you? I think I want to say when I was in elementary school, I think you got to. I think you could start playing an instrument in like fourth and fifth grade. It was right when like you could sign up for band and start taking lessons and stuff. Um, yeah. Was that, do you recall that at all in your, your district? Not in, not in my, uh, not in my experience. Now I think that I may, I may be mistaken cause I haven't, I haven't really looked into it. Um, but I, I think that that's more of like a middle school thing where they, I mean, they, you know, they have the, the marching band and, and all that, but, um, I don't really rightly recall, the lower grade school having any type of program like that, but I, I could be way wrong. It's been, it's been a while. So, yeah, I was just uh, curious if that, that was something that you had, you know, kind of piqued your interest in the, in the music, if it was just like, uh, you know, your dad's taste or was it something else? Yeah, it was, I think it was, I think it was a lot of, a lot of Russian Black Sabbath tapes growing up. Is what did it for me. But. <laughs> Right on, right on. I guess you took a. You say you took a couple lessons from the the pastor. Um, yeah. Was that something you you sought out, or how did how did that come about? Yeah, I kind of sought it out um, at the church. The church that we were going to at the time had split from another church, and it was a very small uh, congregation. And a lot of the people that were involved in the church did numerous different jobs or tasks in the church. And our pastor also. Um, the music every morning and um so i i had asked my parents for lessons and it was a it was kind of an expensive thing and he agreed to just kind of show me the ropes and taught me like the note progression on the guitar fretboard and gave me like uh a half a dozen chords to learn and then i just kind of like took off from there and, and kept digging at it for a while and um but yeah i'd, I'd asked my parents like i said i asked for my my parents for some lessons and they'd put me in and I'd played piano for a bit. And, um, I, I didn't, I didn't really get into it or pursue it real hard. And I kind of wish I had now, cause that can be really cool to just be able to do in places, but I, I don't remember any of it really. <laughs> it's funny that it, it's, uh, it's what, like I, I played French horn for a handful of years. It was, it was awful. And I, I, think I hated it and I know I sucked at it but um the piano is always one of those things that kind of I don't know I think as a kid it, it doesn't have that illustrious glow that you know the 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 guitar has but um it's 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 pretty cool like you know when you hear somebody that's good on the piano or, or like it knows what they're doing and, and the versatility that um comes with it that you can I feel like you can apply your piano skills to uh, a keyboard or uh, you know something else like that, but uh, a, it is yeah. Plus, plus any any kind of cool fancy place you go to, there's always one there, and I've always just been like, man, I really wish I could just sit down and and play the hell out of that thing, but <laughs> yeah, I can't, and so I just look at it longingly every time I see one. <laughs> so, um, teaching yourself. Uh, what what did you teach yourself? Was it just the guitar? Did you learn other other things or? Um, I I yeah I started out and I played guitar a lot and like wrote some really dumb like 
basic songs when I was <laughs> young, and I, I can't even remember what they were about. And then I had uh, some people that I knew that uh, that had a band, but they needed somebody to play the bass. And I was like, well, that's pretty simple to do. It's the same thing, but I don't have as many strings to worry about. So I, I, I did that for a little while. And uh, then I recently, within the past uh, year or so, I've been really interested in learning the drums. So I've been trying to trying to pick that up on an electronic drum kit and been trying to pick that up and, and teach myself some of that. So Nice. How's that going with the, the drums? Very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's cool. I like that I can I can plug in music to it and play with headphones, and I'm not like annoying the wife or the neighbors too much. And yeah. I can kind of <laughs> I can kind of keep a beat and play along with some stuff, but I just gotta I gotta keep at it and kind of learn some some more complicated things. It's hard to separate my hands and feet and brain sometimes. Yeah, I, I can't um, I can't fathom trying to do that. You know, it's, uh, it's enough trying to, to, trying to keep the beat, uh, in church or whatever. Um, and I, yeah. I just can't, yeah, forget it. Trying to do, do all that <laughs> stuff at once. And, uh, but so, um, when did you, uh, when did you sort of get good at the guitar or, or beyond, you know, um, just sort of acceptable? How long did that take um, you? I, I don't know. I, I, I want to say, I feel like I kind of picked up the basics and could, could play stuff that was fairly simple to moderate within a year or so. Um, I'm, I'm not like a super shredder on it or anything. Like I, I can't, I would, for, for as long as I've been playing it, I should be a lot better at it, but I, uh, I, I enjoy it. Um, I, it, but yeah, it, it took about, I'd say it took about a year for me to really kind of like, get the hang of it and then once i got the hang of it it was just kind of building on that and learning different aspects or different parts of it i don't know music theory i don't know how to read music so that's probably helped me back a lot but (laughs) yeah was it something that um your folks incorporated into your your homeschool day um or was it kind of something that was totally separate yeah they kind of incorporated a little bit i mean i i was able they were able to uh to set it up to where it, it counted toward my curriculum uh, with the state when when I went to graduate, so um, they uh, yeah they they made sure they they were very supportive of it and they uh, they made sure to set aside time of it. I remember my grandparents. Um, I had a I had a really busted up a little uh, classical guitar. It wasn't even like a full size guitar. It was it was like a a small scale one, and I I just fought tooth and nail with that thing for a couple of years and once I kind of was getting the hang of it and they saw it my grandparents bought me my first electric guitar and um they got me that for Christmas one year and it was just kind of downhill from there I started going nuts with it nice how did that work then with um you say your parents figured out how to tie it in with um graduation or, or something or, or with I don't know what you call it with the with the state records um yeah yeah they they, they were able to uh you know, doc, basically document that I had set aside X amount of time uh, every week toward music, and then count it uh, on my transcript as a as a music class. So, which was pretty cool. Indiana's pretty uh, pretty hands off with with that stuff. I mean, like I I didn't take the SAT uh, like everybody else does. There was a lot of a lot of stuff that's kind of optional, and as long as you 
document that you satisfied the requirements they have for a high school education. There's a lot of leeway there with homeschooling. It's not there with a with an actual like school system. Right. Did your uh, your siblings pick up any sort of instruments along the way? No, I they tried they tried they wanted to, um, but <laughs> it just it just I don't think it really stuck, and I don't know I'm not really sure why. Um, I remember I, my brother wanted to play the piano and he wanted to play the bass and he got both of those things and didn't really pick them up. And then uh, my sister wanted to learn the drums and had a drum set for a while, but I can't really remember exactly what happened to it. I just know it was there and then it wasn't. And I don't remember what the, uh, she was trying to learn from a book and that's, that's kind of tough to do with, with instruments in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't comment on that. I don't. I don't know. So, but you, you, I guess learned. You learned a few chords by ear in the beginning, and then just kind of went from there. Then is that is that how you did that? Yeah, yeah. I okay. le- well, I learned. Uh, I learned the note structure and the way that the scales the scales go uh, for for the notes. And then once uh, I've got a pretty decent ear for for notes, so once I. Once I can tie in uh, what a note is that I hear, trying to pick up a part that I'm learning, I can kind of, I can kind of piece it together listening to it. It's always just been kind of by ear, but knowing the, uh, knowing the the scales and the the progression of everything is, uh, it, it makes things a lot easier to kind of learn your way around or put things together and know like what sounds good together and all that. So. Um... What what curriculum did you guys use when you were growing up? Um, um, I want to say we used we used a few. I know we used okay. a Becca. I know we used um, man. I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, sorry, they a Becca is one of those. I think I think everybody's heard of it, and and you know most people have used it you know um it's uh it's pretty pretty basic uh one out there it's everybody's got a bit in it but yeah i can't i know there were i know there were a couple more but i'm i'm completely spacing what they were uh at this moment like i know if i were to if i were to not be thinking about it it'd it'd pop right back in my head (laughs) yeah yeah um so if you if you stayed in school do you think you would have gone into the band the the high school band or the middle school band would would you have you think you would have picked up the guitar and tried to figure it out or was it kind of i don't know um i i kind of feel like it was like i kind of feel like it was my i socialized with my guitar because i didn't have a Mm -hmm. whole lot of friends or the opportunity to socialize with with people uh so so i mean that's kind of one of my one of my bigger gripes with homeschooling in my situation is it's purely mm-hmm. situational. I know it can be different for everybody else. I just wasn't offered uh, the opportunity to really uh, develop social skills very well. And it really came back to bite me in early adulthood until I kind of learned the way the world works a bit better. Yeah, I, I can, I can see that. I think homeschooling's a little more popular now. You know, so you can, if you want to, you can find those, those outlets. Um, but like you said, you know, there's still, there's, there's 
some folks out there who don't won't engage in that anyway, even if it's if it's there. Guys, um, what? So what? How did you figure it out, or what did you figure out later on that you feel like you missed out on? Uh, well, I, I mean, I I come from a very very small town, very conservative uh, area in Indiana. So I, I basically had a good handle on uh, um, the, I, for lack of a better term, I call it, I, I live my life through the Fox News lens. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a big situation where it was just kind of hook, line, and sinker with that and that that mentality. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily knocking it in and of itself, but when I, 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 I grew up and, and uh, I enlisted in the military when I was 19 okay. and uh, kind of saw how the world worked in a different way and realized that um, a lot of the preconceptions, I guess, I had in my head about how the world was and how the world worked that I'd been taught or that I that had been kind of transferred and inferred to me as a child were um, a little bit idealistic or a little unrealistic, and it uh, so it was a, it was a bit of a, a uh, perspective shift, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's one of those things that um, can really happen <laughs> anywhere and 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 everywhere. You know, it's uh, you, you grow up in that that bubble that your parents create, and it's uh, it can be tough to get out of. Sometimes it's tough to see out of it, and sometimes it's tough to you know, recognize what's, what's wrong with that, that bubble. Um, and, and we all do it. I mean, I'm doing it to my kids. I know I am, <laughs> you know, um, it's just a matter of which, which way your, your bubble floats, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm not, I'm not really necessarily saying it's a, it's a, a bad thing in and of itself. Yeah. It was just, I was, I, I was kind of, kind of sheltered and, and put into, where I was and uh there were a few like rude awakenings and culture shock moments uh mm-hmm. as I as I got older but I mean I'm I'm still here and everything's cool it just took me some time <laughs> to get used to things right on yeah yeah we I've uh I've I've, I've had a few of those moments myself <laughs> <laughs> so all right man um so yeah you're you're still in the music now right you're still still playing as an adult, yeah, I'm still tinkering. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I like to make a lot of loud noises. Um, I I don't have a a dedicated project I'm working on currently. I've been kind of messing around with a few things with a few of my friends, but uh, it's basically just making really strange noises come out of my amp in my living room and not <laughs> really having anybody to appreciate it except for me. Oh man! All right, all right. What what um what projects have you done in the in the past? Then I played in a uh, like a really bad. Well, not really bad. Um, I played in a uh, like a a Christian like alt rock uh, okay. like kind of. Oh man, I don't know how to describe it. Um, kind of like uh. It wasn't. I, I. It wasn't as bad as as Creed, but kind of on that same in that same genre. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did that. I did that for a while. Um, I went to the military and didn't do anything. I actually got rid of all my all my music equipment. Didn't play music for the whole five years or so I was in wow. the army. 
And then when I got back, I met up with a, a guy that played the drums and he was starting a hardcore punk band. And, um, and so I played, I played bass with them. We called up Sutter. I'm still kind of like a, a tangential unofficial member, but the band's kind of on sleep mode right now. Our drummer, uh, and his wife, uh, moved to South Africa and do, um, they, they work on, uh, combating human trafficking and things down there so he's out of the country but the band is still a, a band it's just just not doing anything right now but um mm -hmm. i played with them for oh, man three or four years and then about a year or two went by and uh started volume zero in 2016 or 2017 and we uh we we wrote i wrote the first wrote three of the six songs on our record that we put out completely and then wrote all the lyrics, wrote all the, the music for it. And then we, uh, we put, or we, we played pretty regularly, went on a, a short, uh, I wouldn't call it a tour. We went down to Florida and back, um, playing, playing some shows over a weekend, um, put a record out and then, uh, there were some, unspoken tensions within the band that <laughs> led to its demise. And, and that was that, but it was cool. I mean, I've got a, I've got a physical, like legit vinyl record that I have on my shelf that I made and I had a hand in, in putting together. And it, it was a really neat experience. I had a lot of fun yelling at strangers. You don't get to do that very often um, outside of that, that world. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, you know, I didn't think about that. Interesting. So yeah, what's, um, how did that come to be then that I guess you guys just find each other randomly or I mean like, uh, how, I, yeah. Okay. So, so upsetter, uh, our drummer and our, and the guitar player knew each other for a long time and they had had a couple of like bands that kind of started up, but then never moved forward. And it was all just different iterations of the same thing. And I was home on leave from Afghanistan and, the drummer knew a guy from my church and was helping him. He was storing some, some stuff at my house while I was gone. And he happened to come over and help him retrieve his stuff um, while I was home. So we, we got to talking and hit it off pretty good. And then he just kind of hit me up randomly uh, when I got back and asked if I wanted to to jump on board with that and then volume zero was kind of a kind of a transmutation of that we that was the same guy that played guitar and upsetter on the drums and then a bunch of guys that we all played in bands with or played shows with on all the other instruments we, we kind of handpicked the people that we we uh we liked from from our local music scene and kind of built built it all together and it was uh it was pretty cool but yeah we'd all we'd all we'd all had some sort of tie where we'd either played in a, another band with each other or, or played shows with each other's bands. So what, uh, what is volume zero? What, what kind of music do you guys play? What is it about? Um, it is a, uh, I, I call it hardcore punk, but it's, it's definitely got a little bit of, of a, a heavier, um, uh, spin on it. Um, just really, really loud, fast, aggressive in your face stuff. Uh, everything was, um, everything was, fairly politically based. I wrote songs about, um, I have a song, we have a song called Fleeced that is a, uh, kind of a comparison contrast of, uh, politicians and mega church pastors and how they 
um, <laughs> how they operate. I wrote songs about uh, uh, NSA warrantless surveillance and uh, the media using it, fear as a tool and uh, veterans issues, just uh, pretty well whatever was on my mind at the time we were making the music. Um, was what I would write about, and it was all it was all fairly politically based, fairly mm-hmm. uh, on the nose, and and I wasn't really ever shy about about it. But yeah, it's just if you if you like really loud, angry, fast stuff that everybody can relate to, as far as as far as our country, I think I think it'd be a good fit for you. But I I know it's not everybody's cup of tea either. So anything anything you want to share with us? Where where can we go to find your uh... Find, find your music. Uh, you can just search Volume Zero. Any, it's all, it's all up online. All, all the streaming platforms uh, have it. It's on Spotify and Pandora and Apple Music and Amazon. Uh, I think it's on YouTube as well. Uh, there's a, there's a Bandcamp uh, page, but I'm blanking on the, I'm blanking on the URL right now. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll dig it up and throw it in the show notes later. So. Yeah. Um. Uh, good. Good uh, track to to point anybody to my my favorite one that we wrote was called distress signal um and it was about uh the uh government spending and how it's like a sinking ship and it was a lot of fun to write and i like i liked making that analogy a lot and it was a lot of fun to to write and i was had a blast playing it yeah yeah how is how how is that how are those messages received when you're out on the road or or with family or friends or any of that. Yeah. It was surprisingly, uh, family, family is, is kind of a, that's kind of a fun one. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't get political with people much anymore. I've learned to kind of keep that to myself. Now when playing, playing a show is a lot different. Um, but like my, my entire family is, is a very, um, very conservative, like, pretty pretty hard mm-hmm. right people and then my wife's family is pretty well hard left so i kind of i kind of sit somewhere in the middle and i look at everything on a case-by-case basis so i don't really fit in on either side that it it sucks but i mean a, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of the, the the leanings and philosophies i have i feel like are things that people really deep down they're like yeah that would be a good thing but they just haven't heard it or don't know it yet and i i had a lot mm-hmm. of positive feedback with that i mean i i wasn't much of a i wouldn't like preach my ideology from the stage or anything but i would always try and make it a point to like touch on something while we were playing in between a couple songs and a lot of my thing was just you know be decent people to each other and you can disagree and still get along just just be nice to each other which is funny coming from the sweaty guy that's yelling at you for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that people can, can disagree and still, still get along. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a concept. Not a lot of people have a good grasp on though. It's just wild to me. I don't, I don't, I can't figure out why it's a, it's a curb. People can't jump sometimes. I don't know. You start, you start turning political beliefs and, all that into religion and and it takes on a whole whole other level of intensity i think you know and but who knows who knows and uh all right man well i i appreciate you taking the time out today i will include um 
links to, to your, your band camp there uh, in the show notes. Um, is there a, a URL for the uh, the band straight up or, or um, just kind of band camp's best I'll, way to I'll go? I'll message you. Uh, I'll share. Uh, do you prefer like Spotify or uh, um, like iTunes or uh, both, both of my that uh, I was saying at the top you know Jordan pointed out some things that he felt uh, you know as an adult maybe kind of missed out on those things as as a homeschool student uh, and I think it's something that we all should consider you know um, kids grow up in bubbles uh, whether it's the bubble you create the bubble the school creates the bubble that uh, your your immediate culture creates Um Whatever it is, you, you know, we, we are, we live in bubbles. Um, and it's important that I think, you know, we, we teach our kids to respect our own bubbles, to, to respect our own values and, and culture. But at the same time, you know, be aware that there are, there's, there's other stuff out there. Um, you know, there's, there's other things out there. There's another world. There's other viewpoints. There's other lenses to, to take things in through, um, and to really kind of wrap your head around. Um, and, uh, I, I encourage you guys all, if you're not to kind of, you know, and it's tough, it's tough. It's tough to step out of your own bubble, your own comfort and, uh, share that with your children. But it is, it is worth it. I think I do think it's worth it in the end to, uh, you know, present your kids with, with other views, um, so that they can understand things better as they as they get older. Yeah, it's just my my two cents there. And uh, you probably probably got enough of that during the show. But uh, hey, you know, there's some more. Anyway, folks, uh, go check out the show notes, homesteadsandhomeschools.com/slash zero four two, and you can find a multitude of links there to to Jordan's uh, music that you can either purchase or or. I don't know, listen to, download. Um, I guess if you're downloading it, you're purchasing it, of course, right? But uh, yeah, uh, if you like what's going on here, go ahead and, and share, hit that subscribe button, shoot me an email, let me know. If you don't like what's going on here, shoot me an email all the same. Tell me, tell me why. Let me know what I'm doing. It's uh, making you so, so aggravated. And I, I, I may try to fix that. I may try to fix that. Anyways, folks, if you do, again, like I said, hit that subscribe, hit that share button, um, and uh, as always, get out there, sow those seeds of liberty, and we can all reap sheaves of freedom together. I'm gonna write us this dream.